Welcome to the King's Anywhere podcast, inspirational teaching, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whenever you're ready. It's often said that you don't really know the value of something, how much you appreciate it, until it's gone. Like many of you, I'm sure the last almost a year of necessary separation and social distancing has shown me just how much I valued uh, and needed connection with other people. I think we always knew that, didn't we? But these last few months have really brought home in a profound way that connection to one another is important. It's so good to be able to record this podcast at the end of this week, knowing that we have uh, the hope that the end of this season is just starting to appear on the horizon. And when this season does end, please let's not forget just how much our connections to one to one another mean. You know, when we look at the life of Jesus, it's impossible not to notice that he clearly loved to be around people. Of course, there are times when Jesus sought solitude to pray and fast, and solitude is good for us in the right amounts. Anybody that's been homeschooling will be able to tell you that. But there's a difference, isn't there, between solitude, as in deliberately, occasionally seeking out some quiet time alone, and loneliness, feeling cut off, disconnected from people. Jesus experienced moments of loneliness too. At the cross, he suffers the ultimate in loneliness. He knows what it's like and it is his heart's desire that no one should be lonely. Psalm 68 tells us that God places the lonely in families. So as you're listening to me talk about connection, please know that this applies to you, whoever and wherever you are. Don't be lonely. Reach out to us. There's plenty of ways you can contact us, contact us here at King's Church and plenty of ways you can connect with us as well. Please don't be lonely. In the Bible, the book of Acts tells the story of the early church and at the end of chapter 2 gives us an insight into what life looked like for the early followers of Jesus. This is from verse 42 onwards. It says they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs they performed by, uh, by the apostles and the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favour of the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. In this short glimpse of the life of the early church, we can see a few really important things. Firstly, they're devoted, devoted to prayer, learning more about God and to fellowship, to one another. We get to see as well what that fellowship looks like in the different ways that they meet and connect with one another. They gather in the temple, the, the big space, if you like, for worship in that, that public area. They meet in homes, they break bread, they share meals together there, they form a community and then obviously we see that they connect with people beyond their group sharing Jesus and they grow daily. Uh, the Lord is adding to their number those who are being saved. Their community grows. Here at Kings we talk a lot about things being up, in and out. And we really see 
those three elements, those three dimensions to to life in the early church in that that passage from Acts. For these early disciples, discipleship, that is the process of following Jesus and becoming ever more like him, wasn't just something that they did, it's who they are. It encompassed their whole life, including their connections with one another. They did that as well, or they do that with glad and sincere hearts. They recognise that this is an opportunity, not an obligation. So they become a radical worshipping community that shares life together, that sees miracles happen and helps those in need, following Jesus and impacting the people and the places around them. Wouldn't you like to be part of a community like that? The thing is, we have that very opportunity. These passages from Acts are no mere historical record. They are, in fact, an invitation to everything that our lives and the church is meant to be. You see, the church is not a monument, it's not just a building, it is a movement. It's a movement that has and is and will continue to change the world. But we can't do that if it's just a Sunday morning gathering. Now please don't mishear me on that. The times we spend gathered together in worship, whether it's in person like we're all looking forward to doing hopefully soon, or online like we're doing at the moment with Kings Anywhere, are important there uplifting they're good for the soul and i like most of you miss uh, what it was and i'm excited for what it can be in the future but i'm also excited to see what god's doing in this moment in this season through screens of all sizes through this podcast into directly into people's homes and hearts sometimes we find ourselves saying things like i go to church or i'm part of a church or i'm connected to a church the thing is It isn't about being connected to a church. The connections that we share with the living God and the connections that we have with one another are the church. Some of the time we live that out in organised spaces like missional communities or maybe on a Sunday morning and sometimes we live that out in things that are more organic like meeting a friend for a walk and a pray or going for a, a coffee with someone. Sometimes it's big, small, medium-sized. Some of the most significant moments in my life and in my walk with Jesus happened in an auditorium with thousands of people around. Some of the most significant moments in my life and my walk with Jesus happened in a living room with a handful of people around. The organised, the organic, the big, the small and everything in between are all important and neither one more than the other. As followers of Jesus, we're given this incredible gift of being a gospel community, a family of fellow believers to do life with. Jesus makes this promise in Matthew eighteen twenty, Wherever two or three come together in my name, there I am with them. Notice the wherever. It's not restricted to a time or a place. What's not uh, important is when or where we come together it's that we come together and when we do it we do it in jesus name as his disciples so every walk that you go on every coffee that you drink every zoom meeting that you go to every whatsapp message you send and receive every meal that you eat every time you laugh or cry with one another is part of this radical world-changing movement that is the church of jesus christ the fun, the food, that's not an add-on. 
It's not just for the for the really committed. It's all part of following Jesus together. Now I know that meeting up for a chat uh, and a prayer in Starbucks or an evening on Zoom might not sound like a radical world-changing movement, but in these spaces and these times that we encourage and build one another up to all that God has called us to be. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen it says, "As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another." It's a picture of how, when we're together, we sharpen each other as you would sharpen a blade that's gone blunt, not as a weapon, but to help us be at our best. In the King James, in the sorry, in the King James version, it says that we sharpen each other's countenance. Now, countenance is a really interesting word here. It can mean your face or it can mean your composure, your ability to bear with situations or the world. When we come together, we build one another up inwardly and that affects what we do outwardly. And we need that, don't we? Because frankly, sometimes things are hard, aren't they? Our most important connection is always the one between us and God. But some days when life is difficult or hectic, we need each other to help remember that for a reminder of that. Some days we might need a bit of encouragement or confirmation that we're heading in the right direction. Keep going for it. Some days we may need maybe need a gentle, loving correction. Sometimes we just need a reminder of who we are in Jesus. That he loves you and he's for you. In John's Gospel, Jesus tells us this. A new command I give you. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you must now love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. If you love one another. He makes it pretty clear, doesn't he? That he wants us to love one another. In Romans 12, Paul urges us to be devoted to one another in love. Honour one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervour, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. We get to love one another and be loved as Jesus loved us to be devoted to each other, selflessly putting others first, helping those in need, helping one another to maintain our spiritual fervour, to have people to rejoice and mourn with all in Jesus' name as we learn and follow and encourage each other to be ever more like him. Now that's different, isn't it? That's different to how the rest of the world might suggest that you go about things. It's not always the easy option. It takes time. It takes patience. And when I look across social media, when I look around the world, not taking the easy option isn't always something that's encouraged. We live in a world where things are supposed to be instant. Patience doesn't necessarily seem like it's a virtue anymore. But in this community, the community of Jesus Christ, it's vitally important because that is how we get to live at our best. Just remember that you're not connected to a church. Our connections to each other is the church. 
by extension then your connections to people who don't know Jesus is where the mission of the church takes place I can't stress enough how important it is to realize that did you know that one percent of the population say that they know a church leader or minister it's not a huge number of people but 67 percent of the population say that they know somebody who is a christian we stand much bigger chance if everybody is involved in sharing the good news of jesus because 100 percent of the population need to know jesus Remember, you're invited to be part of a radical, gospel-focused, worshipping, world-changing movement, or for short, a family on mission. It's through our connections with other people that what uh, that, that happens, that that takes place, and it might be one person, one heart, one family, maybe even one street or one workplace or one school at a time. That is what being part of the world-changing movement of the Church of Jesus Christ is all about. And the invitation to be part of it is open to everyone who would say yes to Jesus. Now, I know that some days you will wake up and you will be all for that. And then there'll be other days. Maybe things look a little bit hectic or you're tired or disappointed and being connected just doesn't seem to appeal as much anymore. The sacrifice or the effort seems too great. You're not the first and you won't be the last person to feel like that. The temptation to disconnect grows and you start to pull away. If you didn't manage to join us on Kings Anywhere and see the brilliant video that the Curtis family did for Kings Kids, I would really encourage you to go and find it on on YouTube or, or Facebook and watch it. It is absolutely fantastic and it really brilliantly demonstrate what it is that I'm trying to say because there will be times when you don't want to connect now let me be clear here as I said at the start occasional even regular periods of solitude are good loneliness and isolation are catastrophic because when we're connected to one another we're like a a fire if you like we're We're together, we're built up, we're burning bright and we're keeping one another warm. What happens if you disconnect is that you become like a a log or a coal that's been taken out of the fire. It starts to cool down. Eventually all the heat goes from it. I can't tell you how many people I know who've drifted from their relationship with God because they've allowed themselves to become disconnected from his people. Of course, I didn't mean for that to happen, but that's what happens. It's no accident that Jesus refers to himself in John 10 as the good shepherd. In Luke 12.32, he gives us this reassurance. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. You see, sheep wander. It's in their nature to, to wander off from the flock. And when they do, they usually end up in all sorts of trouble. That's why they're safest in the flock especially the flock of a good shepherd. Because even though life in the flock is sometimes not exactly what we might want it to be, it's far safer and far better to be in the flock of the good shepherd than anywhere else. I know there will be those of you listening to this today who are maybe on the very edge of connection or heading in that direction. 
or perhaps you've noticed people drifting that way or you've not seen or, or heard from them in a while or you see people who are lonely please reach out to them and if you're drifting on the edge please reach out to the people around you please reach out to your brothers and sisters in christ remember we're not connected to a church our connections to each other are the church so value and invest in those connections love as jesus loved you and please please don't disconnect please please don't be lonely i know it's all very easy in this season of separation but it won't last forever and in days like the ones we're living through we all need the safety of the flock of community of family and friends and fellow disciples more than ever god bless you have a fantastic week we hope you enjoyed this message to find out more about king's church warrington visit our website or find us on facebook and instagram